0: Episode 37 on Season 3 here. And actually, yeah, I was saying that when I was getting the podcast recorded, this is going to be the last bonus episode. Because, you know, the week after Christmas, there's not going to be a whole lot going on. So I thought, you know, we'd do kind of the best of the stupid stories of 2021 for the weekend feed. And then I realized... Well, the weekend feed's going to be 2022. So, I guess in all fairness, this is the last podcast ever for 2021. So, yeah, there won't be a bonus feed next week. Okay? Because, yeah, you know, I think we could use a break from stupidity at least one week out of the year. But, something to look forward to, though. The first podcast of 2022 won't be as long as most of them have been with my insane Florida nephew because it's just, we're just going to have one segment and it's going to be kind of looking back over the best of the stupid stories of 2021. So I'm going to go culling through all of the, you know, various podcasts where Pancho Guerrero, my insane Florida nephew and I, went through and, you know, covered some of the stupidity and I'm going to let him pick some of what he thinks to be the best stupid stories of 2021. I'll pick a few, and we'll just kind of go back and talk about them. And, and you know, kind of go off script, and who knows how long it'll be. It could be 10 minutes, it could be half an hour, 45 minutes or more, I don't know. But um should be interesting. And we'll, I'll, I'll have to go back and do a little research. Go through the archives, I guess, okay? Oh, and by the way, something else that you might want to know about my about the podcast. Now, you can actually um check out the podcast on my Facebook page. So, if you're listening to the podcast either on a website somewhere or if you're listening to it on your favorite podcast player, personally, I really like Podcast Addict. Okay, if you you might have an Apple podcast player or a Google podcast player or a Stitcher or something else. Frankly, let me just give a plug. Podcast Addict is fantastic. It's it's one of the best podcast apps I've ever used, and uh, you know, check it out. It's probably in the, either in the Google Store or in the Apple Store, but you can also now, aside from your whatever player you're using, you can actually go to Insane Eric Lane. That's Insane E R I K L A N E on Facebook. If you have the Facebook app on your phone, then you'll see the podcast tab on my facebook page you won't see it on the web version if you're on your laptop or tablet or something it's only available through the facebook app for your phone but you, if you go to my facebook page on the facebook app then you'll see the podcast tab and you can just bingo subscribe right there and listen to the podcast right from my facebook page it's so cool okay anyway so much for all the shameless plugs Enjoy the last podcast of twenty twenty-one and all the stupidity therein. You big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy. On a dirt out in space. It's where it stops, nobody knows it's stupid. It's a great, big, stupid world. Well, it's the bonus week uh, midweek edition. Uh, of our episode and uh it's the last one okay um yeah yeah. and i'm eric lane feeling well just really insane today (laughs) now actually yeah this this will be our last bonus episode of the year because well you know we're gonna give stupidity a rest okay over the christmas holiday Uh, because coming up next week um we're gonna look at the best of stupidity for 2021 between um Myself and my insane Florida nephew Pancho Guerrero. Um, so in next week's episode will probably be a little shorter than usual because uh, we're just gonna basically spend you know the time the whole time the next podcast for the next for the for the weekend podcast uh, next week. That's one week from Saturday. Okay. So um, uh, yeah, he'll he'll be here this week for the for this coming weekend. Okay, but the. The the, the the weekend feed for the last of the year will be kind of the best of it. you follow that okay anyway but i know i know you're you're going to like it okay cuz we're going to pick the best of the best from the be- and there's been a lot of stupidity in 2021 okay so it's going to be pretty tough to pick so look forward to that coming up in about a week or so but no bonus episode next week for the last week of the year okay because, uh, you know, I, I, we can just take so much. But I'm sure, if you like the podcast, I hope you do share it with somebody. And uh, if you haven't done so, please subscribe. Because you can get your stupid fix with new episodes every time they're published. Okay? They, 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 typically, you get the, this bonus feed every Wednesday. Uh, you get uh, the the weekend feed with uh, Pancho Guerrero, my insane Florida nephew when we play our insane game show and you can play along and you can also by the way this is kind of cool this just this came about you can now also subscribe and listen on your phone by going to insane eric lane on your facebook app on your phone just you know the at insane eric lane on your facebook app search it out there like the page you can do that if you want that'd be nice but look for the podcast tab on my facebook page on your phone Okay, it's, uh, and, and you can subscribe and, and listen to the podcast right from my Facebook page. So um, it's not available for the web version. I've already checked it out. So if you're checking my Facebook page out on the on your on not, website, on on your desktop, it's not going to be there. It's only available for the phone app. So most people listen to podcasts on their phone anyway. But I always pick the best five-star stupidity. So wherever you're listening... Whether it's on my Facebook page, your favorite your favorite uh, podcast app, or the anchor site where our platform is based from, or wherever, give it a five star rating, okay, if you can, and, and and you know don't don't be afraid to write a really stupid review of the podcast, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, lie a little bit, okay? I mean. I'll read your review on an upcoming episode. Of course, it also helps the podcast to show up in searches, you know, whenever you rate and review, which is always nice, you know. Like, we want more people to listen to more stupidity. And, by the way, um, one of the other things that you you can do uh, to get, you can interact uh, and really uh, with, uh, you know, interact with me, get real-time updates. Uh, You can join the Insane Eric Lane Telegram channel, okay? That's right, the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World Telegram channel. Um, I'll, I'll post the links to some of the more stupid stories that I talk about on the episode. You can leave comments about what you've uh, read, post, uh, you know, or share some of the of the things with people. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's just another way to interact, okay? And besides that, it's on Telegram. Telegram is a very cool messenger app. So you can download the Telegram app, get a preview of the uh, of the channel. Uh, at t.me/insane Eric Lane. And um, so you and by the way telegram you can put it on your mobile device, your desktop, whatever the platform might be, Windows Linux, Apple Android, whatever. And of course you know you can as I said follow me on Facebook and on Twitter at, for that matter at insane Eric Lane or just go to my website. Uh, the feeds are both there as well at uh, insaneericlane.com. So you can, you know, there, there is no shortage of how you can get a hold of me. So, uh, you know, the federal government, if you're listening, you know, there you go. But anyway, but there, there's no shortage of uh, Christmas stupidity. Even in the world of nature, um, you know, we got Christmas decorations up all over the place. And, uh, well, apparently a British Columbia family is finding that some of the nature in their neighborhood may be having a problem with their Christmas decorations. You know, and I'm sure the deer population, and there's plenty of it out there, a real deer knows an imposter when they see one. This woman in B.C. says, uh, a Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer decoration in her front yard, is an irresistible target for one aggressive local deer. Arlene uh, Chimlek of Fort Nelson, British Columbia, says her family first per- repurposed the 3D archery target into Rudolph the Red-Nosed Whitetail about five years ago. And they quickly learned the local deer disliked the lawn ornament. Now, Chimlek uh, recently shared a video on Facebook showing a buck attacking the plastic deer, knocking him over. She tells the CBC News every year a buck in the area attacks him or hits him or knocks him over and breaks him. She thinks it's because the bucks, who are usually in rutting season, might only pay attention to the decoration's antlers. She adds that her family plans to keep repairing and displaying Rudolph despite the repeated attacks. So just get ready. You know, the deer don't like it. I mean, either the real deer out there aren't very smart, or maybe they've been, you know, drinking a little too much eggnog. Or something tells me the folks in British Columbia are really easily entertained, too, for that matter. Well, from deer to spiders, uh, you know, deer are pretty much everywhere. Uh, spiders are everywhere, but not the, um, not this kind of spider. Okay. Um, and, and I've seen these spiders, okay? The huntsman spiders. Have you seen these huntsman spiders? They're native to Australia. And them, they, these suckers, I've seen huntsman spiders in videos where they come into people's houses, and they're, they're huge. They're like the size of the palm of my hand, okay? Well, a health official in Queensland, Australia, she had her COVID-19 news conference interrupted by a large huntsman spider. Uh, Queensland Health Minister Yvette Darth was conducting an outdoor news conference to discuss the need for businesses to comply with the recent vaccination policies when someone pointed out that there was a very large spider on her podium. Here's the moment that um, Health Minister Darth noticed that spider on her. You know, the the message is this. Hey, can someone please get that yes, spider off? I'll deal with that. Sure. This, this shows how controlled I could be. I don't like Huntsman's, but I'm going to keep going and I'm going to pretend I don't have a Huntsman on me right now and let someone else manage this. But if it gets anywhere near my face, please let me know. Oh, I think I can see it. There it is. <laughs> okay. So he's, he's wandered off. Okay. Well, that was a moment, wasn't it? <laughs> of course, the spider was spotted by down by Darth's feet. Eventually, it wandered away. <laughs> I mean, huntsman spiders are pretty large. I mean, if you've not seen one, just Google it. And they can carry a pretty painful bite, but the bites are really not considered dangerous to humans. But, man, hes I mean, Sony will stop at nothing to promote their new Spider-Man movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, long story short, Queensland's health minister, Yvette Darth, now has superpowers. Ooh, yes. Uh, well, from, sharks to, uh, from spiders to sharks... This is something I did not know, but the list of known shark predators isn't a very long one, but it just grew by one. Researchers say that, um, much to their surprise, leopard seals made the cut. They found shark remains in the seal's scat, as well as physical evidence of shark confrontations on seals' bodies, the researchers write in Frontiers in Marine Science. And uh, these were apparently not rare random encounters in the waters off New Zealand. The evidence turned up frequently enough to suggest that sharks might constitute a substantial or important part of the diet for some of the leopard seals in the region, per the study. Now, as uh, The Guardian reports, this marks the very first time that leopard seals, which are relatively large when you compare it to seal standards, they've been shown to hunt and feed on the sharks so i don't know about you but maybe this could be a new movie i don't know of course until now the only thing that sharks feared was an armed alec baldwin but leopard seals are actually pretty tough pretty much if, if you've not really seen them in addition to eating sharks they're totally into smash and grab robberies but i don't see a new jaws movie anytime soon where leopard seals are attacking sharks at be kind of interesting though if it did. Well, there's a fountain of youth pill that is on the horizon. After scientists dramatically extended uh, longevity in mice, yeah, that's right. You they they injected elderly rodents with a grape seed extract, and found that it increased their remaining time by more than sixty percent. It also boosted overall lifespan by nine percent. Yeah. Can you believe that? I mean, are are, are we on to something here? It's equivalent to more than a decade in human years. Corresponding author Dr. Yu Sun of the Chinese Academy of Sciences in Shanghai says the plant chemical has high potential as a clinical intervention to delay, alleviate, or prevent illnesses. Now, the flavonoid, known as PCC1 flushes out zombie or senescent, sen- senescent cells that have stopped dividing. They uh, accumulate naturally as we get older, and they release chemicals um, that cause inflammation. So there you have it. Now, if you've ever found a mouse in your house, of course, the last thing you want to do is to make him live longer. <laughs> I mean, just think, with this magic pill, Dr. Fauci could be around for another 100 years. Mm, I'm not sure I'm really on board with this. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, we'll see. Well, um, here's an interesting story of um, a Chinese man who got himself sentenced to three and a half years in prison after he stole money from his ex-girlfriend. But guess how he did it? He used her fingerprints and lifted her eyelids to open and unlock her cell phone all while she was asleep. That's what the reports say. Yeah, there you go. High tech here, folks. The 28-year-old man, identified only as Huang, went to the woman's apartment while she was not feeling well. He cooked her a meal. Uh, and, uh, well, he the woman, by the way, only was identified as Dong. So we've got Huan and Dong. Huan Dong. Okay, but anyway, Huan laced Dong's meal with drowsy cold medicine, which lulled her into a deep sleep. Now, once she was asleep, Huang then used his ex-girlfriend's finger to unlock her Huawei phone, according to court documents seen by the local state-run newspaper Nanning Evening News. Then he lifted Dong's eyelids ever so carefully to unlock her Alipay app, that's the Chinese online payment platform, kind of like Google Pay, using facial recognition software. After he uh, changed her password, he withdrew basically 154,000 yen, which is equivalent to about 24,155 bucks from Don's digital wallet to pay off his gambling debts. Okay, folks? So you you think you're going to be safe you know by by going with oh, this whole uh, digital thing okay but unfortunately you better not fall asleep cuz you might have somebody tamper with your fingerprints and play with your eyelids can you imagine this you know i mean that's that's just that's that's kind of bizarre you know to think that you can be asleep and how 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 does she sleep that that well i mean i know i sleep pretty well you know but I don't know. I, 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 uh, I. I think I would probably know if somebody was going to lift my eyelid. But um, yeah, well, anyway, <clears throat> so it goes. <laughs> wow. Well, from stealing money to poisoning. Yikes! There's a fifty-four-year-old woman in Jacksonville, Florida, where my insane Florida nephew lives got themselves arrested for poisoning her boyfriend's lemonade because, according to her, he wouldn't shut the F up, according to authorities. Alvis Parrish is facing a charge of poisoning food or water with intent to kill or injure for the incident, according to the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, said in an arrest report that was cited by First Coast News. Parrish said to to have confessed to the whole poisoning thing from her porch as soon as the deputies got there. She says, yeah, I did it. "'Cause he wouldn't shut the F up,' she allegedly yelled. "'I gave him just enough to shut him up and called y'all so he wouldn't die. "'Do whatever you want, but if you don't take me, I will kill him,' she was quoted as saying. (laughs) "'Okay, nothing like making it easy for law enforcement.' "'The man reportedly told the the deputies he'd noticed his lemonade tasting strange, "'but drank it anyway. "'Well, there is your first mistake there, buddy.' It contained, by the way, Seroquel. It's an antipsychotic that can be used to induce sleep, according to police. Now, prior to the poisoning, the lovely couple had been together for about nine years. It's not going to be really clear if they can make it to ten. Boy, oh boy! <laughs> well, well, well. What do you know? Yeah. I, I, I mean. You got to admit, I mean, she she, she must have been a good Baptist because, you know, she had pretty good understanding of what she's done. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah, I did it. I did it. Go on ahead and arrest me. You know, he just wouldn't shut the F up. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. That reminds me of too many times of... <clears throat> the Hatfields and McCoys or something. I don't know. But at any case, well, something that I think you can drink (coughs) that uh, won't poison you, although you may think it is, (coughs) is potato chip flavored vodka. (coughs) Really? And who's selling it? Arby's. Well, they did. They started selling French fry flavored vodka, not potato chips. Well, we had potato chips. Fl- we had Arby's doing that. That's what it was. So now the makers of Lay's potato chips are getting in on the action with their vodka of their own. They partnered with a company in Portland, Oregon, called Eastside Distilling. Unfortunately, though, I hate to say that it's already sold out. So I guess my insane Florida nephew won't get to try it. He already told me he's tried the uh, Deer Uh, The venison beer, or venison whiskey. I call it roadkill whiskey. Well, anyway, uh, Lays announced it. Then they started selling bottles online for 40 bucks the same day, and now they're gone. It's not really clear if they plan to make more, but don't feel like that you're missing out too much. They use the Lays proprietary potatoes to make it, but I don't see anything about it actually tasting like potato chips. It just sounds like it's regular vodka with the Lays logo on it. Of course, if you can't sell liquor without a license, you probably wouldn't be able to resell it on eBay anyway. So, yeah, if you happen to have gotten a bottle of Lay's, potato chip vodka, good luck. But Kraft is hoping you will not have cheesecake, in case you haven't heard. There's a big cream cheese shortage because of the pandemic. The demand is up 18% since COVID hit, partly because more people are cooking and baking, and the supply chain issues are also a factor. And because of all of this, Kraft is now offering to pay you 20 bucks to not make cheesecake for Christmas. <laughs> well, it's the main ingredient, see, in, in cheesecake, right? The, the Philadelphia cream cheese. Kraft owns the Philadelphia cream cheese brand. So, well, they're using it as a marketing opportunity. For 2 days, you could you could go to the site spreadthefeeling.com and reserve a spot. They gave vouchers to 18,000 people. And once you got a spot, just go out and buy a different dessert or the ingredients for a dessert before Christmas. Pre made desserts at the store could count too. Then, starting on December the 28th, you would submit the, recipe, the receipt and you get a $20 digital reward. Now, they've got a commercial for it. Check it out. Having a hard time finding cream cheese on shelves means having a hard time putting cheesecakes on tables. So, let's do this. This year, turn that famous cheesecake into those famous brownies. End your meal with a friendly fight over the last holiday cupcake. Anything that'll make you feel anything in that cheesecake-shaped hole in your holiday heart. You bake it, we'll buy it. Because this year, if you can't spread Philly, spread the feeling. For your chance to reserve a free dessert up to $20 with a valid receipt, visit spreadthefeeling.com. Now, they say they're going to send these uh, payments out sometime in January, so we'll see, but... Yeah, Kraft is paying people not to use their product? I mean, really? I think this is what the kids call a sketchy business model. I mean, here's my question, though. Did it ever occur to Kraft to just get off their fannies and make more cream cheese? You know? So now President Biden isn't the only one getting paid to cut the cheese. (coughs) Well, if you think that's crazy, maybe Kraft should take a lesson from Nike. See, Nike, they're getting in on the metaverse. They're saying that it had bought virtu- the virtual sneaker company, RTFTK, or RTFKT. There we go. Yeah, RTFKT. That's a, a sneaker company, a virtual sneaker company. Now, the virtual world got a boost when Facebook recently rebranded itself to meta platforms, reflecting its belief that the metaverse will be the next big digital leap forward. CNN reports that Nike became one of the first big brands to enter the metaverse, where users can buy virtual land and other virtual assets like clothing and sneakers for avatars in the form of an NFT, those non-fungible tokens. If you understand all that stuff. Nike CEO John Donahue says of buying RTFKT, which also makes NFT collectibles and memes, he says, this acquisition is another step that accelerates Nike's digital transformation and allows us to serve athletes and and creators at the intersection of sport creativity, gaming, and culture. You know what it is, people? You are selling the emperor's clothes. That's what you are doing, okay? (laughs) Think about it for a minute, all right? I mean, the you, you know the, the, the story of the emperor's new clothes, right? Okay, right? Well, they're now selling it, and people are buying it. I mean, really. Everyone thought it was pretty funny about the emperor who thinks he's wearing new clothes, and he's actually standing there buck naked, and everyone's ooing and aahing all about his new clothes, and now it's called NFTs. Think about this, people. I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> Well, you know, what can I say? <sighs> well, oh, boy, it, it, it just doesn't get any stupider, folks. It really doesn't. Well, no, no, yes, it does. There's plenty of things to worry about these days. And NFTs are not, not one, one of them. But you probably haven't spent a lot of time <coughs> contemplating what the Internet might smell like, did you? Well, what does the internet smell like? Hmm, yeah, that's a. Let's ponder that for a minute. Oh, no, you don't have to. There's a new fragrance out there. It might have an answer because of this. A new cologne, folks, that's supposed to smell like the internet. Now, the people that made it talked to a bunch of experts who suggested different scents to include. Now, it's not really clear how many of them actually got incorporated into the cologne, but one description said it basically smells like office chairs and sweat. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm going to slop some of that on and go out on a date. Apparently, it also smells like the earth. (laughs) It's a way to incorporate the world part of the World Wide Web. It's called scent of the internet, and if you're stupid enough to buy a bottle, head on over to highsnobsnobriety.com. It's a real. It's a real. It costs about 150 bucks for a single 15 milliliter bottle. You're going to spend 150 bucks to smell like the internet. I just, I don't really have anything to say about that. I really don't. I mean, I used to buy cologne. I I, I would go out and buy pretty expensive cologne, okay? Um, And I mean, yeah, I I remember, you remember gray flannel, the gray flannel flannel cologne, okay? Yeah, I love gray flannel and it wasn't cheap, but I can promise you I'm not going to go out and spend money on cologne to smell like the, the internet, Now, well, that's all I got, folks. That's all I got. Maybe I can get something to smell like this microphone. (laughs) Everybody has a little stupidity in their world, and frankly, I would love to hear about it. Now, if you got a great story from your stupid world, or if you want to respond to one of my stupid stories, let me hear from you. Contact me at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. Or, if you have a question... Maybe a comment about something that I've said or that you've heard, or if you want to tell of some of your own first hand experiences of stupidity that you've encountered, I'd love to hear from you too. You can record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com. I might even actually use your feedback on an upcoming episode. Of course, if you haven't done so already, and frankly, I fail to see why you haven't, you should follow me on social media, on Facebook, or on Twitter just by searching out the handle at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. And now, from the news desk called Insane Airplane, it's the Week in Review. First Lady Jill Biden dismissed concerns about the president's mental fitness and called them ridiculous. And when Jill got home from defending the president's mental fitness, Joe thanked her for sticking up for Reagan. I, I understand concerns about mental fitness, though. I mean, but after almost two years of COVID shenanigans, I think most of us need to be way more concerned with physical fitness. The Stanford School of Medicine has found that the blood of athletes can be used to increase the fitness of lazy people. Yeah. Unless of course you get it from Rob Gronkowski. A blood transfusion from athletes can increase your brain power. But don't get blood from just any athlete. Go to Rob Gronkowski's Blood Bank. Duh, me give you my blood and make you super smart. Just like Gronk. Just one infusion from Rob Gronkowski's Blood Bank and you'll raise your IQ to Gronkian levels. Duh, me IQ is so high. Me even know how to spell IQ. It's a I and and, then uh Oh, uh, wait, wait, don't help me. Sure, there are other so-called intelligent athletes you can borrow hemoglobin from, but only Gronk offers hands-on service. Me put my blood inside you myself, just like how me put Tom Brady's passes into the end zone. Touchdown! Yay! Rob Gronkowski's blood bank. You may not get smarter, but you will get Grunkier. Go Pats! Oh, I mean, go Bucks! Duh! what team am I on again? This might explain why there are so many fat guys in the front rows of the WWE matches, you know? According to a new survey, just 42% of people feel optimistic about post-pandemic life. Four in ten people feel optimistic about (laughs) post-corona. Because, well, when they were surveyed, they were probably pounding coronas. Well, a majority of those surveyed said that the new normal of fearing viruses and overwhelming stress is impacting their well-being. Well, screw COVID. Everybody wants to go back to a time when the only C word that caused fear, stress, and anxiety was Christmas. A new study claims the average person is just as smart as brain surgeons and rocket scientists, which is why it's no big deal that we elected such average people to be president and vice president of America. The state of California has announced that it is reimposing its indoor mask mandate, but Californians don't have to wear one when they're doing things outdoors, you know, like going to the bathroom. There's plenty of people already wearing masks in California. The only problem is it's people breaking into stores, and they're wearing ski masks. France has opened 400 investigations into networks providing fake COVID-19 health passes. The investigation is actually so hairy they're dubbing it Operation French Armpits. Of course, I'm sure these networks providing fake COVID passes will eventually surrender, especially if they're based in France. Following the global premiere in Los Angeles of Spider-Man No Way Home, it currently holds a perfect 100% certified fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm sure it's good. But this is yet another sequel to yet another reboot of a character who has been around for decades. The more appropriate title would have been Spider-Man No More Ideas. President Joe Biden spoke at the Democratic National Committee Holiday Party and expressed optimism that his party will prevail in next year's midterm elections. Joe's feeling pretty good about the midterms and is also confident that he'll he'll win again in 2012. Biden says, I want to tell my Republican friends, get ready, pal. You're in for a problem. Yeah, but if you really want to know about problems, talk to the poor person who has to translate Joe's speeches from gibberish to English. A new report claims the Johnson & Johnson vaccine provides no protection against the Omicron COVID variant. Luckily, most Americans only took it to protect them from Joe Biden. The Justice Department is investigating a group of FBI agents for soliciting prostitutes. Even worse, they tried to get out of trouble by telling the investigators that FBI stands for female body inspectors. New York's top ethics panel ordered disgraced ex-New York Governor Andrew Cuomo to pay the state $5.1 million in book profits that he made on the backs of taxpayers amid the worst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Sure, this was possible on the backs of taxpayers, but you should have seen the other body parts he took advantage of. Cuomo was uh, hoping the ethics panel would turn the other cheek, but the only problem is he would probably grope it. Cuomo has a ton of money to return and it's going to take forever because he's paying it back in singles. A New Hampshire woman is accused of keeping her mother's dead body in her house for months so she could cash her social security checks. The accused woman says she thought of the scheme after seeing how far it's gotten Jill Biden. A British strongman has set out to become world famous by balancing things on his head which was also the business model of Farrell Williams. Though the man is named John Evans, he's already raised $300,000 for charity, by right? balancing things on his head. Well, you might say that aside from Kim Kardashian, he's the world's most generous head giver. Critics are calling the much-anticipated Spider-Man No Way Home the best Marvel movie of all time. But to be fair, that's like calling Taco Bell the best diarrhea-inducing food of all time. I mean, I can make fun of Marvel movies all day long, but ultimately, you know, they do bring in a ton of money. And imagine how much more it would be if the people seeing those movies could actually land dates. This week, a massive outage took Netflix, Hulu, PlayStation, and Xbox offline at the same time. Users say they were devastated at having to spend time with friends and family. The Cleveland Browns are dealing with a COVID outbreak. This is bad news, even because when they're healthy, they play like they've all got a respiratory virus. Scientists say a new super-powered telescope with infrared imaging could give them a new window into the universe. But for now, they're just aiming it at Miss Universe's window. A NASA spacecraft has made history by flying into the sun, of course, I knew this would have eventually happened when they started hiring female pilots. The CDC is warning that as many as 1.3 million COVID cases could be here by Christmas with 15,000 deaths expected, which explains the new hit Christmas song, I Saw Mommy Testing Santa Claus. million COVID cases by Christmas. Wow. And if that weren't bad enough for Christmas news, Santa had to lay off half the elves at the toy factory because they weren't vaccinated. A video has gone viral of a man punching a Connecticut school board member during a hearing. Now, before we judge this guy, you have to meet this school board member. They were holding a hearing on whether to bring back the school's Native American mascot, the Tomahawks. Sounds like they should've just passed around the peace pipe first. A camel escaped from a live manger in Kansas and was seen running on a highway. It's not often that you see a camel on the highway, usually just a lot of rams and impalas. Ironically though, this camel has more horsepower than most Hyundai's. An Italian bishop is apologizing for telling a large group of children Santa Claus isn't real then he really blew their minds with a rant about the federal reserve manipulating the money supply oh <laughs> well the bishop says and it was his intent to bring christianity back to christmas and teach the kids that toys are not as valuable as feelings which is why this christmas they're asking their parents for massage or for yeah for massage guns yeah that would be a good idea i'd take that The Jacksonville Jaguars have fired their head coach, Urban Meyer, after a controversial and disappointing first season with the team. Now, the hot rumor is Meyer could return to a college team, you know, like the New York Jets. Meyer was accused of attacking the team's kicker in the latest controversy, so at least he beat somebody this year. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin says he voted no on the president's Build Back Better spending plan, but Biden's really not worried about the money because he just gave his social security number to a Nigerian prince who's going to send him a ton of gold bars. Killeen Maxwell has asked to be addressed as Ms. Maxwell in the courtroom instead of the defendant. Of course, while outside the courtroom, most people are just going with or The US Navy unveiled its maternity uniform pilot program for 2022. Some people think pregnant women really should not be in the Navy, but I disagree. I mean, when those pregnancy hormones kick in, these women can be the most vicious killing machines you've ever seen. A new study found that four in 10 people that test positive for coronavirus show no symptoms at all. But by all means, let's just shut down the entire planet. File this under things you never hear on the news. Not only do they tell you the sky is falling every night, but the clouds are made of COVID. Former Connecticut politician Patrice Thibodeau is now working as a porn star. He was a digital director for the Republican Party. And when you spend that much time in politics, you know, you get used to screwing people. This guy's got really good poll numbers, though. And he's pretty popular, too. Spider-Man No Way Home, scored the second biggest opening weekend in movie history, $253 million in ticket sales. And it's the only time anyone in that theater has ever scored. should be called Spider-Man No Way Home with a Woman. A new report claims Jamie Spears got a $40,000 loan just days before he put Britney Spears under conservatorship. But knowing him, he spent it all on Mountain Dew and ammo. The only thing nobody is saying is that Britney Really might be nuts. Uh, Every time you open Instagram, she's filming another naked video of her butt. And Atlanta Hawks star Trey Young is tested positive for COVID-19. Now, this is a big deal, folks. I mean, COVID is considered the NBA's second biggest health risk, just after the Kardashians, of course. He actually says he's going to play for the Atlanta Falcons now because, well, they need guys who can catch things. And a new study finds that school uniforms don't improve student behavior but they do improve porno movies. A New York PD rookie got down and dirty at a raucous holiday bash for her Bronx precinct, giving her lieutenant a raunchy, caught-on-video lap dance at the wild event. But let's just put it this way. Let's say his nightstick wasn't the only thing that was hard. Okay, The not-so-finest moment infuriated department higher-ups who have now launched an investigation into the incident. They're also telling all police that it's only okay to use the interrogation room, not the champagne room. Chinese tennis star Peng Shao, a shui, is now denying, ever accusing anyone of sexually assaulting her. And, uh, well, if the reporting in China has taught us anything, it's that this is definitely truthful. Mm. Now, the 35-year-old Peng made headlines when she wrote a lengthy post on Chinese social media platform called Weibo that alleged former Vice Premier Zhang Gaoli forcing her to have sex despite repeated refusals following a round of tennis three years ago. See, he wanted her to play with balls, but not tennis balls. Domino's is selling a new three-course pizza in South Korea that contains appetizers, the main course, and desserts all on one pie. Meanwhile, the people of North Korea are also combining all of their courses into a single dish called rice. The new master triple-course pizza is topped with balsamic sauce, ricotta cheese, shrimp, squid, barbecue beef, sweet potato, cream cheese, mousse, and tiny cubes of cheesecake. <laughs> now, Congratulations, dominoes You found a way to make Olive Garden look like traditional Italian food. And finally, a new report claims a Spider-Man movie producer advised Tom Holland and Zendaya not to date because things could get complicated. Luckily, Spider-Man is an expert at navigating sticky situations. (laughs) Underneath this genius, I'm simply a human. It's like a caveman thing. you said, now this week's Genius Award. And in this week's Genius Award, it's going to a Mississippi woman who says she cried for a week after she accidentally live-streamed herself having sex with her husband on Facebook. The woman, known on TikTok as robertson 16 made the candid confession in a video post revealing that dozens of her Facebook friends tuned in to view the X-rated romp, including her own dad. Randomly remembering that one time last year when I accidentally went live on Facebook while I was in Pound Town and 46 people saw it, including my own father. The brunette captioned her video. I cried for a week straight. I thought my life was over. The mother of one further confessed, My husband still thinks it's hilarious. The woman explained that she was browsing Facebook before her husband snuck up on her, and they began getting amorous. However, the frisky Facebook user became so caught up in the moment that she ignored the calls and continued having sex. Shockingly, her father clicked on the live feed before exiting when he realized what was taking place. Thankfully, the woman's phone didn't broadcast any visuals of the sex session, but the couple's moans and sighs were able to be heard loud and clear. The woman's TikTok confession clip now has been viewed more than 175,000 times, with many offering their sympathies. Of course, I cannot believe this actually happened. A husband and wife actually having sex, that is. (laughs) but, But seriously, I can't even imagine... What it must feel like to have your dad catch you in the act. I'm sure he wants to meet his grandkid, but not at conception. And then there's this. A New Jersey man is facing up to 20 years in prison for taking hundreds of chainsaw parts meant for Amtrak projects and selling the pieces to buyers across the country, raking in thousands of dollars over eight years. Jose Rodriguez was brought up on charges of taking 114 chainsaws and hundreds of additional replacement parts and reselling them to turn a profit. He had been accused of selling the equipment directly to buyers or through online auctions. Now Rodriguez admitted to using the U.S. Postal Service to mail the pieces to buyers across the country between March of 2012 and July of 2020. In total, the government estimates the 49-year-old earned over 76,000 bucks from reselling the parts. Federal prosecutors say the Ocean County man pled guilty before a U.S. state judge on one count of mail fraud. Of course, he had previously been charged with theft from an agency receiving federal funds and theft of government property. The Amtrak employee had started with the transit agency back in 2007 and recently worked as a senior engineer and repairman out of North Brunswick, according to acting US attorney, Rachel Hornig. The fraud charge carries a maximum fine of a quarter million dollars and 20 years in prison. (laughs) Who the heck is buying chainsaw parts? I mean, apparently there's more than one Leatherface out there, I guess. Crazy though that this guy stole chainsaw parts and earned over 76,000 bucks. I thought Amtrak employees only acquired that kind of cash through phony overtime and sick leave. Or how about this? A 22-year-old Florida woman was arrested after leaving her baby in the car alone while she went shopping at Cordova Mall. Havilla Brock, Brock, I guess, or Branch, uh, is charged with uh, child neglect and resisting arrest. A man reported it to mall security he saw a baby in a blue Ford Focus with no adult around. Mall security went to the car about 100 yards near from the office depot and called the police for assistance. So uh, as the officer was arriving, Branch walked to the car and got in the driver's seat. The officer tapped on the window, but Branch ignored it. The officer tapped on the window a few more times, leading Branch to roll down the window. The officer said Branch tried to maneuver around the patrol vehicle and refused to identify herself or answer any questions. Branch eventually did comply and gave her ID to the officer. She was then placed under arrest when she exited the car about 30 minutes later. Branch told the officer she went to the mall to get food for her and her baby and do some shopping. Police say based on the times she made purchases inside the mall, the distance from the car and the witness account, Branch was away from the car for at least 25 to 30 minutes. Police report, at that time of the day, it was 77 degrees outside. Branch's mother arrived and is taking care of the baby, who officers estimate to be about a year old. I mean, who knows what the heck this lady was thinking. Maybe she watched Home Alone and figured the kid could fend for himself. Of course, I wonder if she had a baby on board sign on her car. I mean, regardless, after getting arrested, somebody should definitely slap the Mommy in Jail bumper sticker on that vehicle. Uh, what about this? A 39-year-old woman in Indiana was eventually taken into custody after allegedly hiding from police in a refrigerator. <laughs> Laporte County police were dispatched to a residence after a caller hung up after calling 911. 911. Several units arrived in the area shortly after 8.30 p.m. where an investigation took place. Police learned that a wanted person was possibly inside the residence. Police say deputies went inside the residence to look for Rebecca Rudd when they found bedding material that was made into a sheet rope. It was tied to a lightweight kitchen table and hanging outside of a window. Now, despite finding this, deputies continued to look inside the residence for Rudd, and they reportedly found her hiding inside the fridge. Rudd was taken into custody and taken to the LaPorte County Jail. Police said she was served with three different arrest warrants for misdemeanor charges of battery, criminal mischief, and possession of drug paraphernalia. She remains housed in the LaPorte County Jail, and being held on 105 uh, a 105 bucks cash only bond through Laporte Superior Court 4 and a 305 cash only bond through Laporte Superior Court 3. <laughs> well, at least she was just hiding in the refrigerator. You know, during the pandemic most of us have been living in there, you know. Clearly the woman is a bad egg, I mean, which is probably why she had to be removed from the refrigerator immediately. And you got to check this one out. Wildlife officials here in Pennsylvania said an escaped African tortoise went for a walk down the middle of the road, prompting 911 calls from concerned residents who feared the animal could be a snapping turtle. The Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission said 911 calls came in reporting this large turtle taking a stroll down the middle of a street in Washington County. The original caller said it was a huge snapper and didn't know what to do with it, so he called 911. Waterways Conservation Officer John Stark wrote in a post on the commission's Facebook page. Stark said he rushed to the scene to confirm the creature's species. If it was as big as they said it was, that's a giant snapping turtle, he wrote. Stark said he arrived to find the 100-pound creature was not dangerous at all. It was an African tortoise. This big old turtle just wanted to go for a walk and be free. Still not sure where he got loose from, but now he has a new home and a large area to roam, Stark wrote. Of course, you know the police dispatcher had to be surprised. After all, this is not what you expect when somebody tells you they've got a turtle head poking out issue. It's not every day you see 100-pound creatures on the road, though. Yet usually, they're on Instagram trying to become models And you'll never believe this one. A man from Mississippi is facing up to five years in federal prison after admitting to shining lasers at planes flying into the Memphis International Airport. He's 52-year-old Eugene Conrad, who pled guilty in court, the Federal Aviation Administration first notified the FBI's Memphis field office of the laser strikes, having recorded 49 reports of laser strikes between January 1st and July 15th. The incident mostly occurred On FedEx planes. Now agents conducted an investigation at which time the Memphis International Airport reported yet another laser strike. The laser activity stopped before agents could identify the source. Weeks later the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation used an aircraft to investigate more laser activity from the area. This time narrowing down the source to Benton County Mississippi. Agents soon arrived at the residence to find Conrad walking around the house while lasering the plane he admitted to shining lasers at incoming planes for several months federal prosecutors say conrad now faces up to five years in prison without parole followed by three years of probation he may also to be ordered to pay a quarter of a million dollar fine his sentencing is scheduled for early next year the faa meanwhile continues to warn against shining lasers at aircraft following increasing reports of incidents in 2020 and despite fewer actual planes in the sky. This is just pretty wild. I mean, who knew that people use laser pointers for anything other than messing around with cats? I mean, I wish this guy wouldn't mess with FedEx delivery people. I mean, after all, they're slow enough whenever they don't have a freaking laser in their eyes. Okay, one more. A naked Florida man, and I always like starting out with that phrase. This guy steals a pickup truck from a dealership. He led police on a pursuit in Melbourne. Now, Melbourne police say 40-year-old Richard Blouse was at Fiat of Melbourne before 7 a.m. when an employee saw him standing naked in a paint booth before the man got into a 2021 Ram truck. Blows then backed out of the booth in the pickup truck and drove off from the dealership. The Melbourne Police Department said surveillance video showed Blouse at the dealership just before 5 a.m. wearing only underwear walking around the business, getting into another car, and sitting on its roof for 30 minutes before stealing the ram. Once police contacted the truck's owner, officers were able to track the truck and located it going north on I-95. The department said an officer in an unmarked vehicle saw the truck driving erratic and striking a guardrail multiple times. Officers said the truck exited in cocoa before authorities were able to stop Blouse and take him into custody. The Neighbors on Longbow Road, where the arrest was made, said Blows has a habit of losing his clothes. He was out on bond on a charge of exposing himself just last month. You know, you just can't steal a car directly from the dealership. You know, the only ones allowed to do the ripping off are the car salesmen themselves. I mean, I can't even imagine, though, a naked dude in a car. You know, you'd think you're grabbing the stick shift, but it would wind up being something else. Okay, well, look, if you like the podcast, for Pete's sake, share it with somebody. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get your stupid fix with new episodes delivered when published. And don't forget, you get two feeds a week. Well, not next week because it's New Year's week, but it includes this bonus feed, of course. But you'll also get the weekend feed every Saturday featuring my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guero, with more stupid stories from Florida and beyond. And, of course, we always play a lovely weekly round of the Insane Game Show that you can play along as well. And you can also subscribe and listen on your phone by going to at Insane Eric Lane on your Facebook app now. That's right. On the Facebook app, you can look for the podcast tab on my Facebook page and subscribe and listen to the show right from my Facebook page. Now, keep in mind the podcast tab is not yet available on the web version of Facebook, just the mobile version. So you have to get the app to get that. Now, you know, I always pick the best five-star stupidity uh, for these stories. So why don't you just give it a five-star rating, okay? And write a really stupid review of the podcast, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, even if you have to lie a little bit. I might even read your review on an upcoming episode. Of course, it also helps the podcast to show up in searches if you write a review and give it a rating on Apple Podcasts. So, you know, do me a little favor, okay? Okay. And if you really want to interact with the podcast and get some real-time updates, you can join the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World Telegram channel, I'll be posting some links to some of the stupid stories featured in every episode. And there you can leave comments about what you've read and share of some of the stupidity with your friends. You can check out the preview of the channel at t.me slash Lane. That's t.me slash And there's also a download button there. You can install the Telegram Messenger app to your device, whether it be a desktop or mobile for Windows or Linux, Android or Apple, it's a great messenger app, by the way. I will really like it. And don't forget, you can also follow me at Insane Eric Lane on Facebook, as I've said, and on Twitter, and visit my website at insanee Now, I got one final thought before we finish up the last bonus episode of 2021. Kids want to be adults to have all the candy they want. Adults would straight-up give up candy not to have to be an adult anymore. I know you're probably amazed at the amount of stupidity that's in this world, but you know, somebody has to actually go out and find them and write about them. So, there's no way this podcast could be as stupid as it is without the talented writers from some great places like Mr. Laughs Comedy and Large Media, Premier Prep, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and Pulse Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at InsaneEricLane. And visit InsaneEricLane.com.